2: Alright, what's up, Doug? It's late, dude. I'm trying to go home here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but we do have some winners.
1: Winners? You winners. Winners.
3: Winners. Adam, did you hear that? Almost. It's a winner. So
1: I want to recap what we're doing here. Every week we're doing an iTunes contest. Five star reviews. The best one every week. Gets a hand job. From Adam. <gasps> <laughs> and Happy a birthday. t-shirt. He's got rough hands. And cl- a t-shirt. To clean up afterwards.
2: <laughs> there you go. You don't get a hand job. We're just kidding. This I got to say that because you never know, Adam. Nasty you never know. Never know. When you are going to want to give someone a hand job. And I don't want you to do that because it's unprofessional. Absolutely. Continue. So
1: I want to clarify. Every week we start the counter from zero. And like, for example, this last week we got 16
3: reviews.
2: You know what? That's weird because you know what my lucky number is? It must be 16 16 yeah. so we we also That's need to say something number?
3: else because I did notice this and I didn't get a chance to say this to you off air so hopefully you don't get mad at me for saying it on air um, is I've noticed uh, at least two or three times some of the same names that have have been re- redoing reviews so it's possible yeah I've yeah, you can only win once yeah and you can so just and it, and it doesn't and just so just to keep it real those that are trying to help us out and, and boost uh, boost us up on iTunes by doing reviews and things like that um it, it doesn't help if you do more once you have one. I don't think a, it
2: counts if you redo yeah, it or else
3: time. or else we would redo ours all the time over and over and over, and over Well
1: generally. what I'm gonna say is if you know somebody
3: that they Yes, that would yeah, be helpful.
1: Yeah, you can have somebody else do the review, you can do it for them, you can use their name
3: if they don't care to get a That's shirt. That's what I do. I just yeah. muscle somebody and take their phone yeah. and just like review mind pump whatever I can.
1: I <laughs> do want to clarify the, though, yes. there is just one winner. Not everybody who leaves a review mm-hmm. gets a shirt. <laughs> However, Mm-mm. I'm going to make it a lot easier for you to get a shirt because we had 16 reviewers. So, and, what are you doing? And that's fantastic. I'm going to do what I did last week. We're going to have multiple winners. Multiple. Yeah. Doug does things Whoa. in multiples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Orgasms and winners. Threesome yeah, exactly. You've, You've seen multiples. all these. Three, so guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, let me announce the four winners we have this week. Okay. Damn. Four. So, 16 is. Adam's
3: lucky number. So we're going to divide that by four. It's my my birth date.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Oh,
3: yeah. It's that my is birthday. Nice. Wow. Nice. Happy birthday. <laughs> I told you guys, November, huh? Yeah, let's, let's make, yeah, yeah, let's make well, this well, about well, Adam. It's all it's coming right? together now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So our first
1: Adam month. It's <laughs> <plus laughs> my whole month.
2: Fuck <laughs> you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let's make this about Adam again.
1: So uh, our first I winner. I claim January. Uh, just, just to keep this, this part of the episode shorter than we need to. All right, here we go. Oh, uh, <laughs> here we go. Off topic. Yeah. D-Lock. D-Lock is a winner. Winner. Kevin Deep, winner. Winner. Balls deep. Dr. Grande Huevos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my doctor, favorite. Dr. Grande Huevos is a he's winner. A professional. <laughs> and we have one more, Nevius. Okay, Nivius. so that's four winners. So
2: you guys send us a message right. on our Instagram. You know what? Page. I'm going
1: to change that up. Oh, sorry. Mindpumpradio at gmail.com. This is my uh one of my personal emails. Oh, So, so can please only use it pictures. if your name has been announced, but I, I want it to come directly to me. Okay. Uh, so what was the email know, again? It's a good idea. Yeah. It's mindpumpradio at gmail.com. So if
2: you're one of those people, email Doug, your information, shirt size, where you can mail it to. Done. Exactly. And last week we had 12
1: new reviews, three winners. Um, Nobody claimed their, their shirt. So I'm going to name them off once again, Mishka213, Baloney596, 232DM23CD, exclamation point three. All of you <laughs> have a shirt waiting for you. I need your name, your size, and uh, address. Probably the name that you left the review under and your address so I can actually send out the shirt. Beautiful. Get it? Get all that? If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts Sal DiStefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
0: What a typical day on Instagram is for me. Oh,
1: what
2: is it? What is it
0: like? It's fucking titties. <laughs> Can you do that like the gummy bear on version? Every feed <laughs> I do that look like a... at, and I'm not even
2: trying, <laughs> honey. I swear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> every post, every post just, is like it that. It just hammers me. <laughs> every post, whoa. Every post is like that. I, re- I, re- I remember. I remember when I first started doing this whole thing. Right. So my girl does not do any social media whatsoever. No mm-hmm. Facebook. No Twitter, none of that mm-hmm. stuff. She's mm-hmm. not into it. She's super anti. And to be honest, I was about three years ago. And then when I st- we started this whole mission, and just like I did a post the other day when this all started, it was all there was all a reason behind it. And when I first started doing it, I remember explaining to her. Now, she has no clue about any of this stuff. So, like, when she's learning, like, when we were learning together, like, what Instagram was, and she would be laying in bed, and I'm, like, going through, and I'm, like, doing social media posts for that, and going through my feed, and it's, like, tits and ass, tits and ass, tits and ass. Where she's, like, who's that? Who's <laughs> she? Fitness people. Well, who, are all, who are all these people? I'm, like, oh, it's my uh, news feed. You know, it's just anybody I follow. Like, whatever they post is going to come up on my <laughs> yeah, thing. So, yeah. sometimes they're... Yeah. <laughs> those, it's titties.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just titties. <laughs> And then, lots of ass, bro. It still smells, then she, she still smells in
3: here, Adam. Then the next question I get is why? Uh, why do you follow those? Why do you follow yeah. those girls? Uh, unfriend them, uh, honey. Yeah, do you look, see how smart everybody she is? does read this. her post? It's uh, for the. It's part of the. It's part of our, yeah. our business. She takes the uh, alpha female shred stack. Duh. Mm, That's I totally know. why I follow her.
2: Mm.
3: <laughs> is that my broccoli or was that Adam's fart? That's yeah. Still is lingering it the
0: supplements here? or is it tea <laughs> What is this, bro? What it's, is it? What it's, is that linger? Hey,
3: bro! It's my birthday. I can do whatever I want. You just blew. You know what you do? It's you aimed it too right at Justin. And I'll, fart a, it's a, it's a fart I'll fart if I, I want I'm to. staying in bed. I stayed in bed till like. Ten thirty this morning. Did you really? Like ten thirty this morning. Then I got up, You're a sack of shit. Watched some Sports Center. You know what I did too? I smoked weed before noon. <laughs> no, you did it. Yes, I did like, all damn day. I did. I put my feet up before noon. I get before noon. I just rare. <laughs> that doesn't ever happen. you so. were a stoner today. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I got up. You know, it was a perfect day for. It, it was cold outside in Cali. Yeah. Put a little fire it was, on it. It
2: was below sixty. What do you watch? Chi chong.
3: I snuggled up with my lady and my two bulldogs, and we watched uh, train wreck on I, uh, iTunes. Is that good? It was funny. Uh, it was. Uh, I told Katrina that she tricked me into a chick flick. It wasn't Ooh. that funny though. No, it wasn't like. Which I,
2: means it's not funny at all because you were high while you watched it. it Should have been wow, fucking hilarious. No, 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 no. It
3: it was funny. It, it had me laughing out loud. It definitely did. Uh, it had you lulling. Yeah, it had me long. la, la. It, it was. It, it, I thought it had. A, it, I mean, it came right out the gates and started. I. I don't know if you heard me telling the premise of it to just, uh, Justin before you walked in today. It, you know, I had a cool, a cool little plot to it. I thought it was funny. I mean, it was. A, it was a comedy. It's. It's a bunch of comedian. Comedians are the actors. So if you're getting ready to watch it and you think you're going to get some great dialogue or this great uh, story. It's not great, but it was entertaining. I I enjoyed it. You know a movie I uh, introduced Mm.
2: my son to the other day? That's hilarious. What's that? Spaceballs. Oh, yes, one
3: of my favorites,
2: dude. Oh, I-, I forgot. How all- many assholes am
3: I working with? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> I do. <it>, I'm surrounded <laughs> by assholes. I, I love assholes. I
2: forgot how bad that movie was because I'm showing oh, my son, so and there's great. all kinds yeah. of
3: sexual innuendos. Oh my God! All kinds. Your of- Schwartz is bigger than my Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's you know. I'm glad you brought that up because I- I'm due for a watch that again. Oh, bro, that's it's one of the those. Best. Movies- yeah, yeah
0: was- getting helmet. Yeah. yeah. everywhere he's getting helmet. That kind like,
2: of stuff. He's playing with yes.
0: <laughs> Oh look how big your helmet
2: or when, is. Or when the president when the president has the two twins under the bed and they're yeah.
0: like yeah.
2: and he pops out. He's like, Hey my son's like, Why yeah. were they laughing? It's good to be the president. <laughs> I'm like, like, because he
3: was having sex with them, son. Yes. <laughs> he, time he was to grow up
0: ravaging them. <laughs> time to grow
3: up, buddy. Yes. Hey, all that like don't a tell a your man. I literally was just telling my uncle the other day, my uncle, you guys got a chance to meet him at the party. Um, about your guys' personalities, this and that. And I said, you know, I was ex- commending Sal. And I said, you know, I, honestly, I said, I I can honestly say I've learned a lot about fathering. I said, he has a lot of a great tips on uh, how he handles his children. And I'm thinking that in my head right now as you're talking about this. And then you just <laughs> throw that right out the window. Yeah. This is how I taught my kids sex. I turned on space yeah. balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then I beat him.
2: So uh, that's it. How will you talk to your kids about sex, Justin? You've yeah. got two boys, though. It doesn't count. Yeah. It's gonna be easy.
3: That's gonna. It's hard. He's gonna play him a song. Yeah, he's gonna play him this, this, like a song. You know what? Good this, Guns and Roses. November rain. Here. November rain. Yeah. November Rain. Play him some uh, November uh, Rain or something. From
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too intimate. He's gonna sing the titties and ass song. Yeah, you just exactly. Sang to them? No, like, yeah. like seriously, I think I like about big it. Like, butts.
2: I'm gonna be very scientific about it because my son's in fifth grade, so <laughs> we're gonna have the talk soon. Yeah, we are. We're gonna sit down and talk to him about all those different things. You know. Well, and that stuff. yeah,
0: I, I would probably take a similar approach and just try. <laughs> yeah, you try and make it more like clinical. Like, you know, this is this is the genitalia, right? <laughs> and uh, do you, these are testicles. Well, here's a
2: good question: when you're when you're talking to kids, do you say the word penis or do you have like a kid name? You know what I mean? Uh, the peepee. See, I do the same thing. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why. I yeah, don't hate. It's in so the peepee. Fo- it's so hard for me to say penis. Well, do you have to tell them I to, say to, dick.
0: to stop <laughs> tugging on it while we're watching TV all
2: the time? Does your kid do that? Yeah. God, they're going to grow up I and knew fucking hate you it. when they listen to this shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, all I, kids do that.
3: They do. And Adam still does it's, it. It's a boy thing. <laughs> do. He's doing it right now. Bro, every boy plays with it. I lay on my stomach and then I I, sit on, I lay on my they hands and I use my legs and I rock back and forth. It's just... Works perfect.
2: Wow. That was very detailed. <laughs> and that was an actual technique yeah. that I've used. Oh, it actually works pretty good. Yeah. Like, what's, he? oh, he looks like he's comforting himself. No. <laughs> no, I'm humping the
3: bed. Yeah, don't roll him over. Don't roll him <laughs> over.
2: You can't. Yeah. You got the kickstand. No, especially
3: when he's swinging his legs that fast. He's almost done. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: uh, it, but with a daughter, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Like, oh, God, like I'm, I'm so I'm, scared. I want to talk to her and be very. I want to be, you know, I want to have a nice relationship with my daughter as she gets older, and I want to be able to talk to her about these things. But it's gonna be very hard for me to not like demonize. You know what I mean? To be like, oh yeah, to be like, so, honey, I'm about to talk to you about something that could ruin your fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) It's called sex, (laughs) and then just show pictures of like STDs. Uh, This is these are genital warts blown up all over those guys' balls and ass. Yeah. Just to just to freak her out. Are you gonna be the shotgun? I want to do that. Yeah. You give me a shotgun. But I have a shotgun, and they show up, and I yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I will. Let's (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm the worst, dude. I'm going to be the worst. I am going to be the worst. And I know it. I can't help Uh, it. You know what? That was bad with my sisters. It's endearing,
0: though. It's endearing because... They like inherently like that. They do they, she'll hate you, she'll no, hate you for a couple. No, of years. No, no, and no, no. Up. Yeah, it, it's a stage. It, it's a moment in time. But then they look back at it like, oh, he was. He had my best interests that you know in mind. It's just it's a phase that you have to go through. It's, it's suck.
3: Here's what it's here's tough, here's my it's opinion. Even though I do not have any children, but uh, you know I'm the oldest that of five. We know so know about yeah right. <laughs> I'm the oldest of five, so I feel like I watched my younger s- sisters for sure. go through. what will happen. Is y- she will at first. She's gonna kind of hate you for that, for that when it happens, and she's going to still, no matter how great of advice I think you deliver her, she's still going to ignore it and do what the fuck she wants. But then at least when she, oh, when I she, feel so much better when she meets, so glad you me when she meets this douche, the the one or two douchebags in a row. She then will go like... Then I'll kill them. Then she'll go... Yeah. She'll go... Oh, okay. I just got
0: accepted to DeVry.
3: <laughs> it's online? No,
2: I don't. It, it's uh, it's tough. I'll tell you what... Look, I'll tell you the challenge I'm having right now. So my daughter is... Um, and I don't post any pictures of my kids on social media because I'm very protective. But my daughter's very... She's a very, very pretty little girl. And everybody always tells her how pretty she is all the time, which is not a bad thing, but she's starting to, um, that, that's that's what she's starting to be, her identity's starting to become how pretty she is. Because people, will be at the mall and people will just come up randomly and be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I, I I bite my lip because I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want her to just think that's important. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't want her to, I want her to be- yeah, You want her to be well-rounded and, and you know, independent well, and all that I stuff. Well, I mean- it, F- looks are fleeting you know yeah. what i mean eventually you get old and what if she goes through an ugly stage like all of a sudden her life is ruined because she was so cute right, before right. and then she goes through everybody looks ugly in- through puberty at least most people do oh, yeah, yeah. everybody so, gets that phase it's just it, there's a lot i don't know yeah. with with my daughter i freak out a little bit more but which is which is i know it's not um it's not accurate because in reality it's much more dangerous raising boys than it is raising girls it's a fact Boys are much more likely to fucking die when they're teenagers than girls. It's true. <laughs> Dude, they're crazy. Well, I remember the shit I did.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, for sure. I know. Well, I think as a dad, then you aren't the message you're probably delivering more often than not, not that you would never say your daughter's not beautiful, because I'm sure you do that too, but you probably just make it an active effort to, to commend how smart she is. It, or no, not how-
2: smart. It's always about her work. Yeah. Always about or how hard her work she ethic works, yeah. Or, you know, so she and it's paying off. I'm seeing it now. Like uh, I'll be doing something in the kitchen, and she'll come up. Can I help you, Papa? Or she'll help my wife, or my mom will watch her, and she'll go help my mom cook. And and she and I can tell she wants to us to be proud of how hard she's working.
3: So my plan is working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pretty soon here, we will have that we can fire the house cleaners, and she'll take care of everything. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, we got some questions to answer. Oh, that's what we're doing. Don't today. we have
2: some questions? It's quad time. Mr. Producer, should we answer Duh some questions?
0: Okay, he's our guy.
2: Dude, yeah, he's we got, got some questions. Uh, questions here for you. All right. Ready, set, go. Let's start with the first uh, question.
1: Yeah, the first question is from Charlotte JBC. Your thoughts on the powdered green drinks. Mm. Powdered
3: green What the hell is that?
0: Mm.
1: The powdered it sounds like soilin green. Greens. Greens. Like the like a
3: supple- people. Your supplement of veggies?
2: I think she's talking about yeah, the the, the vegetable dehydrated vegetables, well, why the, you the, know, why super
3: nutrient the, drinks. Well, why ah, the fuck so wouldn't you just snort it? Why the fuck wouldn't you just grind up some kale or spinach? That's true. That's an interesting 100%, question. One hundred percent,
2: one hundred percent true. Yeah. Apparently, I, I mean, it's high, it's high in nutrients. It's high in nutrients, fortified, and, 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 it, and it comes from plants. And you know, it's supposed to be better for you. Is it? Is it good for you? Um, concentrated anything can be bad for you. You got to be careful, man. Even juicing. Yeah. Even people that juice the shit out of like kale every single day. That's why I say they could would, getting- would you
0: actually eat all that? fruit and vegetable like in the sitting like sometimes they, they <laughs>
2: well bro you know how much vitamin a you're Huge. getting you could poison yourself with yeah. vitamin a because you juiced five bushels of you know kale every single day right so i, I would say with powder greens,
0: iodine is is it an issue with that like you get too much um uh, with with kale
2: i believe so yeah I, I would just say eat eat your vegetables vegetables are best eaten same thing with fruit yeah, fruit is best eaten. Let your body naturally
3: digest it. I mean, fuck, is
0: it really that hard?
3: You know, here's what, here. But I do. I I know. I, I talk shit at the out the gates, but here's my because I think I, I supplement probably the most. Maybe not. Uh, have you seen my supplement? Yeah, I know. That's why I back I a little <laughs> bit there. I know you do. You're you're fucking hypochondria. So everything you think is going on with your body, you have to go get something for it. So
2: right now I have cancer. Again. <laughs>
3: um, here's 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 my theory on it. Uh. Uh, does it beat eating the food uh, raw or eating it cooked vegetables? What about that? Absolutely not. You never will be able to. So yeah, it's the same. I feel the same way about a protein quest bar as I do about powdered greens. It's like, it's not gonna kill you to do it every once in a while. Um, is it a better choice than not getting anything healthy and balanced for you or not getting any protein whatsoever? Okay, well, yeah. Same thoughts on that. But I would definitely You're not
0: gonna put it in your food pyramid.
3: Yeah, I most certainly would not be doing that every day. I wouldn't I most certainly would not make that a, a routine of mine where I put this powdered greens inside my shake. I would be trying to eat my greens and eat my fruit naturally and whole and raw as I possibly can. And in fact, uh, this person's not a person on our forum and we literally were just talking about this. someone shared a great tip for how to get your greens. Cause I'm somebody like this. Who's always looking for strategies to get real food into your, in there. And uh, the, here's the recipe. I'll share it with you was uh, one cup of, or one bushel of kale. And then one of Italian, 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 something kale. I don't know. Parsley. parsley. That's what it was. Parsley. I like how it looks at me because it said Italian. <laughs> no, uh, it, it it was. It was You're a, supposed
2: to know everything Italian. It was hey. one was a, an Italian <laughs> Italian pars-
3: a part Italian parsley leaf, and then a regular. Was that right, Doug? Do you remember a regular a regular That's parsley bundle, and then the third was uh, the kale, and then they literally uh, chopped it all up really fine, or you know whatever grinder you have, and then mixed it in with their serving of rice that they that they cooked and made. So. I thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. a, a neat way if you prep your meals or do stuff like that to add and get some great See it's veggies. it's
2: weird for me cuz I love vegetables.
3: It's very strange
2: when people are like I hate vegetables. I just love them. No, I don't no, know no. how you cannot I, like them. I
3: actually I actually like vegetables. I just um because I meal prep and veggies are are much better like when you when you eat it re- either fresh, you know, they're yeah, not yeah. they're not one of those things that I want to reheat 3 days later. So that makes it kind of challenging. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll,
0: sometimes I like to make the the green smoothie shakes, you know, that you blend. Yes. And I'll do that, you know, just because it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still like eating vegetables. Yeah. You know, I just do
2: that like every now and then. Look, if you cook vegetables really well, drain the water. Put some olive oil on it and salt. It's, del- it's delicious. Pretty much any vegetable, I, yeah. I, that's what I do too. Pretty much. I do to it. And just, you
0: bake it. Like You can make those kale chips and you can get all creative. If you
2: want, or you can just do what I do. And I, I think just people cook just it want to get creative. Olive oil and salt. Yeah. And it's delicious. Well,
3: I, when someone brings up a thing like powdered, powdered greens, I think it's less, less of that and more of... They're just looking this for. This is an it. answer. Yeah. yeah, an answer. Here's the a thing I would way. say
2: I would say to look out for this look out for taking too many nutrients. If you're doing that on a regular basis, look at the back of it and look if there's any percentages of vitamins, in particular uh, vitamins that are not water soluble, that you may be building up over right. time to toxic levels. Because you could drink this powdered greens drink for three, four, five years and be okay. And then at the end of the fifth year, you've, re- you've now starting to reach toxic levels of, let's say, vitamin A. Um, uh, or vitamin D, or something like that so um, less likely vitamin D more likely vitamin A so I would say pay more attention to that other than that is it going to hurt you? no um, is it better than vegetables? nope, nope. not at all
1: our next question is from Fit Chris eighty six. Would Mind Pump ever think about producing our own version of The Biggest
0: Loser?
3: Mm. I did. I it did would one, never work if we. D- did I it. did one. Justin did one with me also. At uh, what do you mean? You guys we, did The Biggest Loser? We did. Oh uh, yeah, we did. That was actually really cool. We did that. Uh, we did that with the Body Bugs. Yeah. Oh, at yeah. the gym. It was like a, a con- competition. Uh-huh. Yeah. A
2: yeah, but what about a show? like literally a show yeah like like if like, we that's they what they're saying a TV like show. would we ever produce our own or an online version of The Biggest Loser like you're no, watching it no it would. nobody would watch it it would yeah, be boring nobody, because yeah, we do everything
3: right exactly do, we, yeah, yeah. it would be reality you would see if uh, it was like a 10 year span two, like, two months like this obese person would be with us for two months and seeing two pound difference yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like that no one wants to yeah. see that right that's not motivating to the average person but in reality those, those clients okay, that's a perfect example those clients that you see on there that because most of them have some huge eating disorders they have all this stuff going on with them and i think my boys here would agree the same thing those people when i hire they hire me i would tell them okay over this next eight week period where normally you would be at the ranch doing biggest loser losing fucking 100 pounds you're you've now hired me and you're paying me and i'm going to tell you we're probably not going to lose any weight these first eight weeks just so you know Mm-hmm. You, you, so total opposite. Our mentality is completely opposite of The Biggest Loser. Um, I loved the show the first year, and then I had a real problem with it after that once it became a game more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, water and sodium manipulation going on. To, to
0: I think the only one I've ever even seen that I somewhat was like, okay, I think there's a good idea here, uh, was that one trainer who took this, like, 450, 500-pound guy... And he just lived with him for a year or two. Oh, really? And then just steadily just, you know, changed habits like every day, had him doing something a little bit different. And then he, li- he like lived with him as his roommate mm. oh, no and shit, and huh? as a byproduct. They both, you know, benefit. Yeah, I don't, benefit have, the, from I don't have the time to do that. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. Like if you're going to make a reality we'll show, Doug, we'll at least Doug that's something them. that was like real endearing yeah and real yeah like a real a real Shit about that person uh,
2: the entertaining aspect if we did our own biggest loser i think the only entertaining aspect would be the conversations we have with the clients and educating. (laughs) no no, seriously yeah educating them i know because the workouts wouldn't be exciting because i've got a really obese person over here so the workouts are going to be boring yeah walking Um, i'm not going to make them i'm not going to like beat the crap out of them physically and mentally and emotionally but we're going to sit down and maybe have some uplifting conversations and that might be Entertaining, but it's not going to be nearly as entertaining as The Biggest Loser because I, that's I, I a fucking oh. circus. I wonder. Yeah.
3: I wonder if uh, all our listeners know the statistics on that too. Just so you guys know, over eighty percent return to that weight or more. Yeah. So over eighty, over eighty percent of those people end up gaining that weight back. You know, what'd crazy. Be, you
2: know, would be a good show that we if we put on would be if we went into a gym, mending the and knee. turned and in, in, uh in, in, increase the gym's production. Like yeah, that, sales, that yeah. would be entertaining. Yeah, as you fun. know
0: what? We had talked about that. That would actually be a fun idea. That I
2: mean, would be an entertaining episode to have us in like production meetings, had, sales well, meetings, training. Well, we, we just, also had just an idea take over a gym for. Yeah, a month. yeah, I
0: remember we had an idea for a TV show. Like Adam and I were talking about, um, you know, going through other people's modalities and programs, and then oh, yeah. we would give like a rating of of each one of those, and then we we would. They they would send us out to a different location. We would objectively like critique it, right? yeah, and we would go through it uh, personally, uh, however long the time span would be. But it would just be just kind of fun because I I feel like you know we're not trying to hammer everybody so much about how wrong they are as much as. I just want to. I want to know where it's all coming from, and I know that there's different ways of looking at things. So it'd be it'd be interesting.
2: So or like a Shark Tank for fitness.
3: Yeah, that that's
0: definitely. I still I
3: I still want to do this, and we could do this easily with a radio show. Maybe we're sparking some good conversation for our little retreat coming up here, Doug. Um, you know, I'm thinking, (laughs) Doug,
0: Doug, sparking something up (laughs) right now.
3: No, no, Eagles. Uh, I, I, i've i've I'm always kid no. i've always Where wanted am I? i've always wanted to uh <laughs> objectively review uh tools fitness tools that you see on all these infomercials and things like that and the tug toner yeah i mean literally <laughs> it was the tug toner that was the that was i the, like the buddy tug toner that's the, my favorite that was the yeah. the spin-off have you did you guys see the one i got tagged in no i, I had to have tagged you i did tag you guys Which one? the the t-bar thing oh what is that oh dude did you did, did you see the person t- respond back to me no oh they responded back to me because i made a comment like hmm i'm a bit puzzled right i wrote i'm puzzled right to whoever tagged uh. me And then they like wrote down like, "Oh, Adam, it's it's such an awesome product." And like the the even the science they tried to use was like really bad. I'm like, "Oh wow!" But they they weren't quite big enough. What is it? I missed it. I'll tag you on it. Do you not look at your tags?
2: Bro, I got remember like, he just sang the song about me. what it looks about yeah, on, I look, on Instagram. Yeah. It's
0: just, it's all day long. <laughs> he looks yeah. nothing else. I forget the song.
3: It, it looks like nunchucks, bro. It looks like okay. nunchucks. And the, the the theory behind it is this: is that it's kind of like
2: you have to keep it separated. Yes, yeah, so you have to keep it tight. And, and then se- they're doing these like, and like, then
3: you do the movements. And because you're you're keeping it tense, it's kind of similar of like stick mobility, mm, but they're pitching it as but a way less science. But yeah, way, way stupider. Yeah, way yeah. stupider. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way, yeah. Yeah. You know what? And they're, they're, they're claiming the tool to build muscle and stuff. No. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no yeah nope 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 yeah so we, we'll we'll get after that I'll, I'll, I'll get you guys on that one we'll, we'll fire it mm-hmm. up they you know I, uh, they're kind of small though they're only got, I think they only had like 15,000 followers so I didn't, that's why I kind of let up I didn't want to go after them oh, I okay. thought you know what uh, but let, you just did and I know, I know so. nothing about them and
0: I'm like yeah let's yeah let's roast them yeah, yeah I know <laughs> they're,
3: they're kind of small uh, it's kind of tedious I don't know who knows I mean maybe if they turn into a large company and they start promoting a bunch of bullshit then I'll get on there and rip them but for for now maybe they're they're just gonna be mm-hmm sell them to their friends. I don't want to stop that. If all you right. have dumb friends and you want to sell to them, you, by by all means. Next question, Mr. Nice. Handsome
1: Doug. Yeah, no biggest loser then. Uh, we have Rachel Duffy asking about how to avoid or treat
2: sh- uh, shin splints. Mm-hmm. Cut your legs off. Shin splints, medial tibial syndrome, I believe, is the technical term. Um, so shin splints are inflammation along the tibia um, and a lot of it has to do with the attachment of the you know the, the tibialis muscle on the tibia and other muscles that underlie that become inflamed um and that's why you get pain in your shin as you try to continue running or walking whatever Mm. you're doing the best way to treat them once you have them really bad rest and ice the best way to avoid them is to strengthen your tibialis muscle which is the muscle on the front of your shin the Mm. opposite side of the calf um and like dorsiflexion, dorsiflex. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so you know how you do heel raises? Like you do, you come up on your toes to strengthen your calves. Uh, you do the opposite to strengthen the tibialis. You come yeah. off your. Like you push your heel so down you and take, come up like, off your
0: you a toes. rubber band over your the, the the top of your foot and, and like, pull back, and pull
3: back, and pull back. Yeah, well, a and lot of a lot of gyms have them. Like Golds, our Golds, has they them.
2: have the tibialis machine. Mm-hmm. And then also to stretch out your calves. A lot of this has to do with really really tight yeah. calves, overactive calves. Yeah. So if you stretch your calves out and strengthen your tibialis, you will not uh, your shin splints will not. Will, will well, go uh, away. what's your
3: theory on that though? So you think that uh, you think it's right because normally it's because of a lot of running, a lot of impact, yeah. in right? Running, right. And, tight, and like you said, those are all the tight muscles. It's from running. Which is a repetitive endurance type of modality? How does that? How is me strengthening my tibialis as far as weight training it? Is it really going to help that, mm-hmm. that? That constant pounding on there? You don't think it's still going to?
2: It makes a big difference. The, the foot. stretching
3: the calf, absolutely, I yeah. see that. But as far as the you know strength training your your tibialis, I would you're think saying
2: it's the
0: strike really in the front part of your foot, right? It's it, it's, it's it as your forefoot that that you know you you might not be used to always like. Uh, aggressively driving it into the ground like that.
2: Yeah, it has to do with uh, the impact reduce. So you, you know, your your foot is basically a big shock absorber, and the the, the muscles that surround the shin, from the tibialis to the the gastrox and the soleus, also act as muscles that propel you and decelerate you at certain mm-hmm. points of a run. And if there's a weakness there, um, then you can get problems. And with shin splints, um, it, it it can be weak. It could just be weak tibialis, or it could be really tight calves. Um, yeah. but nonetheless, your tibialis is too weak for the rest of, your, for, for, for your calves. See, so- I
0: wish I would have experimented with this because I used to get like horrific shin splints when I was in college and I was playing because, and I would noticeably get them when our field, uh, was covered more in ice and it would get like really hard. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I was pounding on this really hard ground and it just messed me up.
2: Yeah. And, and running coaches would say things like, "Look at your technique." Mm-hmm. You know, that's also important, of course. Um, looking at the shoes that you're running in,
3: I would I would think the number one problem would be excess weight. Excess weight, that's yeah. So I mean, so if you're, you're really heavy, you're, if you're you're more likely to get it. Even definitely. if you're not really heavy, if you're carrying an excess of twenty five, thirty pounds of body fat on your body that you probably hmm. shouldn't be, and you're a runner. You're, that that and the reason why I say that is I'll never forget when I was two forty. Oh yeah, and I will never forget running one lap around the track and my fucking shins were on fire, Bro. like and it was nuts to me. I think yeah, you're on something with that because I also noticed
0: too when you're overweight, like when I was, uh, you run so flat footed. Yes, right. It is it is almost impossible to stay on your forefoot and run when you're overweight. And I use that as a gauge. I use that as a gauge for my athleticism. So I know that like, I'm not at a good body weight right now because I can't, I feel like my,
3: I always want to go to my heel. I I can tell a night and day difference when I play basketball, when I'm in that, the right body weight, my body just moves so much more efficiently, and when it's not, I can feel all these things—not overtrain and achiness and tightness all over. So mm. um, I would normally that, and which goes back to this is why I'm such an anti-running guy, because normally when a client who is really overweight comes to me, uh, these are the type of issues that—that's why I, I fired at that so quick because it, I've heard that a lot, and it to me the number one reason is because you're overweight. So maybe if somebody who is asking, asking that and they're, they're getting shin splints, and I have no idea what this person looks like. So I don't know, you know, I could, this could be completely wrong for who's asking this, but I just want. Want you to know that the majority of the people I've dealt with in my career that are having those issues, it's because they're running like crazy and they're carrying a, uh, excess body fat. But you know,
2: a lot of a lot of experienced athletes and experienced runners um, will get shin splints also. Well, a lot the, or I, some. Well, I, let's be honest. The, I, think that's the, an the surface, general, I think that's an overgeneralization. It's a common. It's a very. It's probably one of the most common that shin splints or issues with the tibia, um, uh, iliotibial band syndrome. Um, you know, those are some of the most common, you know, um, issues with the uh, sacroiliac joint. Those are super, super common amongst people who run a lot. Some of it has to do with technique. Some of it has to do with tightness and some of it has to do with strengthening. And I've had a lot of success with runners, people who run a lot, who are experienced, who maybe change terrain and are challenging themselves differently. Yes. With shin splints, I'll strengthen their tip. I'll have them do, you know, dorsiflexion. Um get massage or stretch the calves and boom, lo and behold, terrain it it does play a factor. Like, let's be
0: honest, if you're running on asphalt, which I did too in comparison to grass, in comparison to a track that has, you know, more of a bounciness. Yeah, bounciness to it. Like I highly recommend you do track if you're gonna run. You know, mm-hmm. if you're you know,
3: running on the pavement is
0: like just death to oh, your it body. Is. Yeah. It
3: it is. It's a it's a slow death, is what it it's is. Horrible. That's why I'm so anti all of it. I mean, everyone gives me shit for the, the non running thing. And, no,
0: when I run and I want to get in badass shape and I'm talking about conditioning, dude. I'm running hills. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just I'm working on for sure. One of the best things you can dude, do, the best, the best conditioning exercise bar none. And you can debate me on a lot that. of. Well, and a you,
3: lot of people don't understand why that is so good for you biomechanically too, because when you're running on flat ground, especially concrete there's a heel strike that's happening and a sitting reverberation all the way up entire your body, which is putting in super impact.
0: So much. Impact when you're your running joints. at a heel,
3: yeah. you never have that heel strike. You're always in it. You're always in a, a, you're never in a full flexion, right? When you're, when you're running up a hill,
2: you're, you're more toe. Yeah. You're yeah. On your, your balls, or your feet a yeah. little more. Yeah. It's training you properly how you want to but run in up, general. Uphill will stress the, uh, the calves a little more though too. So you gotta be careful. Right? If you're not good at keep... it, you, you'll get more, you know, calf pulls or, or Achilles tendon issues, going uphill if you're not careful, and then going downhill. That's really, really
3: stressful on the tibialis.
0: It's very tough, decelerating all that. Very stressful force. on the tibialis and
2: on the knees.
3: Yeah. yeah, but you're also talking about somebody who's probably sprinting up a 40-yard hill and then walking down yes. right, right, right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the way that's Yeah, that's if you're running do it, down, yeah. if you're jogging down a hill for a long period of time, uh-huh. that's, yeah, you're right. But, I mean, uh, hill sprints where you're doing short bursts mm-hmm. like that, yeah, you treat it like you lift weights like you do a
2: set rest do a set rest exactly. that's the way you should treat
3: probably it. probably the the best way you could do cardio as far as taking you know impact wise on your body and and sustaining long- longevity if you're going to be somebody who likes to run to help aid in body fat loss or just to do it in general for uh, health otherwise just walk yeah no that's i'm a, I, I i'm a huge that's i'm i walk uphill that's my thing you know i mm-hmm. walk up a nice hill and and get my heart rate up. If you get my, the cardiovascular benefits from it, I'm getting just as much calories, and I'm not having the impact. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's just, I'm a big fan of it. I, You know, I, to me, like every once in a while, I'll get up and I'll do like kind of a, a high intensity or run or do something fast on the elliptical or Stairmaster literally just to prove to myself that I can still do it. Like that's my only purpose is really to kind of throw a curveball in there and just to make sure that I, if I ever needed to run really, really fast, I could still do it yeah. pretty well, you know? And I think if I ever see a huge decline in that, maybe I'll incorporate it more into my routine. But for, for now, well, like, the only
0: time these days now for me is like, if I'm, okay, I'm going to be playing basketball with my buddies and like you know once even if it's once a week or whatever like you get so gassed out oh yeah it's just ridiculous so the only way for me to deal with that is to like just slowly ramp it up and and get some uh, you know high intensity some hit cardiovascular in there every now and then but like yeah it's it's very deliberate that i know that i'm going to be doing this and i just want (laughs) want to stay in shape long enough so i can you know promote better movement cool
2: next question sir
1: all right kev reynolds 26 is wondering about your typical morning routines or rituals Hmm. we know what sal does every
3: morning what masturbate uh what dude you knew i know that was coming (laughs) i do that here
2: (laughs) that's your
3: third time of the day oh yeah (laughs) wait wait when are you horniest
2: um (laughs) that's a good question because when you, are you, you wh- said,
0: you said when it gets dark you know? and yeah, I'm trying to figure horny? this out because That's- it's dark in the morning, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I guess. Um, I think the, the the horniest time, we just changed the question. Let's just answer yeah, that question. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we'll just make up. When's it. the best time to have sex? Yeah. Afternoon sex, isn't it?
3: We already talked about Absolutely. this.
2: Afternoon sex yeah, is Because you can see everything. I, so
3: <laughs> between oh, yeah. four and five o'clock is my time. That's my sweet spot to do it. That well, no, that's when I want it the most. At four or five o'clock, between four and five. That's very
0: specific. It is right after a nice workout. Because
3: my girl and I have this debate all the time. She's so mad because she gets home sometimes like at seven or eight. We wind down nine o'clock. You missed it. Yeah, and she wants it. I'm like, honey, you missed the window. And there's sometimes where I'm like texting her, "Where you at? I'm home. Where you at? You know, I won't be home. You know, I won't be home till like nine o'clock. That's
2: when you call Justin over. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hey. So this morning, friends are for morning
3: routine. (laughs) You know, how do you guys wake
2: up? Uh, this is something interesting. Someone pointed this out to me a while ago, and I never thought it was- not a morning
0: person,
1: dude. Well,
2: I, I was going to say, I, I never thought this was strange. So I went, to an, uh, uh, I went on a trip with my buddy, who at the time was my business partner, a long time ago. And we didn't have much money with the business, so we shared a room with two twin beds, right? So we're sleeping in the same room. And I scared the shit out of him because the way I wake up in the morning is I literally jump out of bed. <laughs> like I don't like wake up and go, oh, you know, like stretch, and uh, <laughs> I like open my eyes and I go boom, boom and I'm up, and uh, and then he told me that was weird, and I realized that, that that was strange. Is, is that strange? Yes, Yes yeah, that's it is, that that is strange. 100%. Isn't that weird? Yeah. like I open my eyes and I just jump. So that's the first thing I do. I when wish I, wake I had up in that morning. response. Yeah, yeah. No, I just get, I just jump up. It's completely opposite. Then I go downstairs. Uh, I make my wife some coffee. I get my pre-workout, post-workout shake ready for my workout of the day. Then I take a thirty-minute poop, and Ooh, that's where I do a lot of reading. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I do lots of reading in the bathroom. That was very and um, necessary. Then I come out of there, make the kids breakfast uh, and lunch, and th- I wash my hands first. Breakfast and lunch, <laughs> and then I do uh, that yeah. in there. And, and then, then I, I put that together. later. Take a shower and um, comb my hair, and I'm out. I'm ready to go. That's it. That's pretty much my morning routine every morning, pretty much. Pretty much every single morning. Is there
3: if there is a difference ever? Why and what? What would it be?
2: It's a weekend,
3: yeah. And if, then what is it? What happens then?
2: I sleep in a little bit. I'll sleep until like seven. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have kids. You wake, mm-hmm. you sleep until seven. Because well, seven. Because I tell I tell my kids the night before. I'll be like, "You can get up tomorrow yeah. and watch cartoons, but if you come in my room, I'm gonna blast ya." Yeah. <laughs> so they they wake up and they go downstairs on their own and watch cartoons and shit. So I'll sleep until like seven seven thirty, and by that time they're kind of loud because they're laughing or whatever from cartoons, and then I wake up, or at least I come downstairs. Yeah. What about you, Adam?
3: Um, so my, uh, my I set my alarm on my my iPhone, and it's silent. It just vibrates, mm. so it doesn't take it, right it doesn't dick. take much to <laughs> it doesn't take much to wake me up. Two days out of the week, I'm up at three forty-five in the morning. Good the rest morning. Of the, the rest of the week, I'm up by six six a.m. So uh, I'm up I'm I'm up relatively early, but I fucking hate mornings. I do not Every morning You that guys I, are going to hate
2: me When we go off on our I thing I was going to say This is going to be so revealing I'm going to piss yeah. you guys off I hate
3: my sleeping patterns It's Ugh. horrible Yeah Every morning yeah. I too. wake
2: up and I'm loud I'm, And I'm
3: fucking energized In the morning No, no I'm You're going
2: to have to go on a hike yeah. By yourself and No you, I'm
3: going to wake up And play loud ass Hey here's the thing too uh, No you're not And <laughs> Katrina will tell you this Like I am a bear in the morning dude yeah. I am a bear I'll wrestle you I don't, like to, I don't like to talk to anybody I don't want anyone to talk to you me You know how I'm going to wake you up In the morning uh-huh. I'm just going to jump on you just, yeah. oh, I'm going to fucking wrestle you <laughs> G- while you're sleeping. G- you do not want to do
2: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle you while <laughs> you're sleeping. He's going to be like a roadie. I I have, I'm going to put the sheets over you so you can't move. I have shit. a, lo- I feel <laughs> so like you're like stuck in there. I have a long, you're gonna make an Adam long
3: fuse and I'm a cuddly little sweetheart bear and everything, but one time you don't mess with me is first thing in the morning. Like, I, and I, I uh, got a grip, bro. I'm going to grab the
2: sides <laughs> of the bed so the sheets are on your ass <laughs> you can't move. It's just like, my face will be right next you to you. Wake up. yeah. Wake up, Adam.
0: So... <laughs> so the al- I'm bringing my banjo, so
3: I can play like a theme music yeah. behind <laughs> this.
0: <laughs>
3: so the the alarm, oh, right the alarm goes off, and uh, I normally I normally uh, snooze it one time, but I don't actually go back to sleep. I but,
2: can't I can't stand snoozing.
3: Yeah, so I I, I snooze it one time, but I mm. then I lay in bed and I normally open up my phone and uh, start looking at what messages I already have because I always have at least five or six text five messages million. to start my day off and emails and things like that. So I normally start kind of surfing through all that. And, you know, if there's short answered ones, I answer. How it. long
2: does it take you to get out of bed by the time
3: you're, when your alarm goes off? 15 to 20 minutes. Dang. Because that's what when I'm snoozing, that's I'm, I'm laying there and I'm waking myself up by like looking at my phone and stuff. And then I get up. That sounds painful. When I get mm. up, the first thing I do is I walk over and brush my teeth and then I open the door and I take the dogs out to go to the bathroom because they're they're ready to go as soon as I as soon as I'm up. So they're mm-hmm. they're on alarm clock. That's why too I can't sleep. in just like having kids, they'll come over to my bed at five thirty six in the morning uh. and tell me to let them out. So I take them to go to the restroom. When they're going to the restroom, that's when my coffee starts firing up and is brew. I'm brewing my coffee. And then uh, I sit down, have my cup of coffee, and have my breakfast, and continue like uh, probably surfing on social media or answering emails already.
2: Oh, what a nice morning without kids, Justin!
3: All this fucking activities. great, relaxed. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> I, just, I just got so much time. Yeah. <laughs> well. It, it,
3: <laughs> I, I probably do in comparison, but I don't I don't give myself that much time because I like to sleep in as long as I can. I normally ha- if I'm up and then I'm up that early, I'm probably have to be out the door. I don't ever need I don't ever give myself more than about thirty to forty five minutes total to get ready. Yeah. That's it. I don't any more than that. It's wasted sleep time for me. So Bro, I
2: wake up at six a.m. I'm out the door at seven thirty, so it's an hour and a half. But that's because of all the shit I got to get ready. Oh, and if yeah. you, even if you remove my thirty minute poop, it's an hour. Yeah, you know
3: what I
0: mean. <laughs> yeah. See all your prep, dude. I do at night. Because so, I cannot. So the kids' do it lunch in and everything, in the, everything ready. Everything at night. Yeah, at night I make all lunches. Yeah, I I make sure like everything's ready to go. Sometimes I'll put the bags in the car beforehand. I <laughs> did. Yeah. So that way, <laughs> Hello, proactive, know, bro. I just, dude, my clothes I set out like right away. You I set take your a clothes shower out? at night. Hold
2: on a second. You set your clothes out. You're a trainer. Yeah, bro. You wear the same shit every day. I know. Bro. But I, I don't want
0: to look for it. <laughs> it's Too much effort. That's <laughs> so awesome, bro. I sit there like my alarm goes off, and then it's like,
2: <sighs> no I way! Just look at the oh, ball, I have so much fun with you guys! <laughs> I can't I wait.
0: Get up, and then I'm just like a like Adam, basically like a bear, and then I just like kind of stumble. I usually, you know, hit the walls as I'm walking into <laughs> I do the, the same thing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the I, hit that, you really? yeah. I
3: hit the same tile that's uh, broken and it's like, <laughs>
0: and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I need to fix this. I do that <laughs> with, every
3: morning. I do <laughs> that with my scale. My scale, then I, then I kick with my toe in, like almost every morning. Fuck. Oh,
0: brush my teeth, you know, s- you know, swear for a minute. And then I look at it, like, hey, I'm going to have a great day. And I look <laughs> at myself like, hey, you're the guy. <laughs> you're the guy. <laughs> get everything done. <laughs> and, uh, and then I get myself you know, picked up and uh, I basically grab the kids, throw them in the car, unless my wife's doing it like we're on this rotation. And, uh, and then I just bounce and I don't even wake up yet. I wake up somewhere around uh, the summit. Of seventeen, you know. <laughs> that's, I've that's, probably gone like ten miles. That's
3: really safe. Yeah. You know, you, what what say, guys, huh? I mean,
2: you know what's something I, oh, I, I left out,
3: and I'm curious about all you guys because this, this is also when I when I head to work or I'm dr- taking off from the house. This is at first thing in the morning. That's when I listen to us. I listen to Mind Pump. Do
2: you? Mm. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's when I finally yeah. get a recap on, on what we what we've launched. I'll either
2: listen to us or I'll listen to some other podcasts. Yeah, um, I'll do the same. Or I'll I'll read while I drive. Fuck. Uh, That's bad. That's that's worse than texting. It's the worst thing. I don't know what's wrong. No, it's at the (laughs) stoplights I'll read. Uh, I can't wait until we fucking get to sleep over, dude. Because I'm going to fuck with you guys so bad. Well, here's the thing. I wake up in the morning literally... I am the biggest asshole. So every what morning. you're
0: saying is, we need to fuck with
2: you while you're sleeping. Exactly. Okay. Oh, oh so you guys that are, will happen. Because here's Bro, the thing: you guys are Trust dead. Me. I'm awake. I wake up. I'm so fucking excited. Like my wife will be in bed, <laughs> and sometimes I can't handle it. I'll you're, go over You're to gonna that.
3: have this open mouth. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what that tells and me. We're gonna drop things in. That there. tells me that you you are probably somebody too that probably passes out really early. Yeah. Yep. No, and then once yeah, you go no.
0: out, out. no, we're gonna be no. I am
3: a
2: dude. I'm fucking hypomanic. I will stay up. I'll stay up later than anybody, and then I'll go to sleep, and I'll wake up two hours later and fucking well, blast you're just music. A and fucking get excited. robot, dude. So, okay. so I went on, I went on a trip with a bunch of my buddies uh, over at the Delta, and we partied. We went hard. We were drinking all night long. Went, I think the last person went to, which was me, was like 4:30 in the morning, 8 a.m. Bro, bing, I'm awake. I go downstairs to the because we're on a houseboat. I plug my because I'm everybody's just fucking passed out. These are all a bunch of really cool guys. I plug my phone into the to the sound system of the whole houseboat. Put fucking uh, death metal on. <laughs> just look everybody up. They were so mad. I might actually awesome. appreciate that. It was it was so, it was so like, awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, Doug, I don't know, Doug. We we uh we we uh, we slept together a couple times. <laughs> it's funny oh. a yeah, couple time, we did a couple times. We, Where's this episode going? Sl- yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when we went down to San Diego to that convention. And, oh, I don't know. Right. Was I that annoying? I wasn't that annoying. You
0: weren't that annoying. I just wake up. Hey. It's just a the spooning they got. How many me. times have you had to share a, <laughs> share a bed with a man?
2: You don't like to be the little spoon. Let's be nah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we actually had our own beds. If there's, if there's a, uh, let's say there's, let's dude, say there's, I had to
0: do that in college though, because we, <laughs> we, our football team is so cheap. Right? You yeah, a share beds, stacked us oh, all in be, together, and then like <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> Totally like turned over butt to butt, right? Oh, I <laughs> oh, am God. not giving him the other side. The butt scissor. Yeah, because you know, in the morning, you're just like, you know. What? Oh. <laughs> it's awkward. You don't want to cross. I, mean? I don't know if I had a dream or something. You know what I mean, like this is I was like, fuck this. From then on out, I slept on the floor.
2: Oh I'll tell you God. what. Oh you God. guys are sharing a bed. If there's, oh. like, if there's only Bro. two beds. You and Adam get to share. No, I'm sleeping. Let me floor, tell you something dude. right now. There's no I way we will ever not be that. I am with a I man now,
3: again. I am in a point in my life as man, there's certain things that I'll never go back and do again. One of them is I'll never have to. I'll never. Be in a financial situation. Well, I should. That's so bad to say that. Jinx myself, know, right? right? Maybe that day they come around. But <laughs> I hear you though, because I yeah, like some of my friends are still in that mentality. Oh,
0: bro, I got a couch. Like, oh, fuck you, I'll be in a hotel. Exactly. <laughs>
3: That's ex- exactly. That's that was I my though. point. I was yeah. trying to go at right there. I was like, I won't even go to someone like if, exactly. If want, I go, you want to share a bed with me? My though? family thinks I'm so hilarious because when I will come into town or I'll go see somebody that you know. For a, a lot of times I'll stay in a hotel, you know, and it's just because I, if I can afford to stay in a, a more comfortable bed and AC, and then for me that whatever that price is, it's worth it to me. Well, <laughs> it's because you value sleep. So like what bed. if we all go? Yeah. What if we this all go camping? Guy, on the other hand, he you yeah, he's could like, sleep in a he's coffin. Like, I'll
0: just crash on your couch, dude. <laughs> Listen, probably, I, just gotta we- hey, I can close one
3: eye, bro. That is a good point. One you, eye. Are, are, would you be like that? if you have that more of that mentality? What? Like if we were all gonna like let's say this this weekend getaway? You can sleep you? standing up. If I told you that, hey, by the way, um, no, I like
2: to. If I sleep, I need. I like to sleep. I like a bed. So I'm not like I'm not a fucking I mean, vampire.
3: I know nothing, but I mean, if if I say, hey, we're all going here, we're just gonna crash, and there's you know, so there's we call master bedroom already.
2: Some, oh! some person's
3: gonna be on the couch, and you know, what I'm saying, oh yeah, Maybe, whatever, no big deal, yeah, yeah no problem. Yes. Yeah, what if big.
2: you all go camping? What do you fuckers gonna do? Oh, I sleep on the ground. I'm not. I'm not uh, a, sleep I'm in the, the same tent. Is that okay? I've been
3: I've been camping since I was a youngster, bro. And Man, I have dude, i, I have a I've slept on rocks, rocks I have a, dude. I have a double air mattress that I bring for for camping. <laughs> no. It's a it's a king size like double Beverly air mattress. you like the Beverly Hills camper. Oh, <laughs> and then I bring my 600 thread fucking cotton sheets and shit, and I put it over the top of it with oh, my fucking I nice velvet it. blanket and my pillows from home. Oh, my! I bring my, a sleeping bag and a pillow. You know what? I might fuck with you if we go camping.
2: Yeah, bro. i might pop that.
3: My t- <laughs> my tits on fleek, as the kids oh, would say. Man. It's on fleek. Oh, wow. Right. No.
1: That's, what's the next question? I'll sleep with a scorpion. Right. I don't know. Where, hey, that was typical morning routines going to camping, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah these things get off track a little bit. Odd and
2: Egg asks, how to pull clients off floor? Oh, um, he's, a, he's become a trainer. This was the question to about off the
3: floor. Yeah.
2: Here's a couple tips. Uh, if you're in a gym and you're new... He is, he is brand new. He's That's brand it. new, personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Make an announcement on the intercom. Don't be a pussy. Get on the intercom <laughs> because everybody's scared. Yeah. Uh, attention, members and guests, we're giving away free personal training sessions at the front desk. We only have five available. First come, first serve. Please come to the front desk if you're interested in free personal training.
0: Hot chicks, train free.
2: Five <laughs> sessions. <laughs> and uh, it's the easiest fucking thing in the world. I'll make that announcement several times a day, and I'll book five goal assessments a day uh, every time. Ta- every time I do it. It's so easy. Yeah. that's one easy way to do it. If you're afraid to approach people, that's just actually an that's a
3: good tip right there. That's a good tip. I always, Come
2: on, bro. I'm not the best closer in the room for no reason. <laughs> no, no.
3: Well, <laughs> you know, I probably because you took all the easiest paths. I didn't he even realize tips. that. <laughs> I like rods. <laughs> yeah, I I actually go. I normally um I I don't. I guess that's a very good point. If you have a hard time approaching somebody, uh, I've never had a hard time approaching people. Um, I just I find a creative way to get into conversation, and it could be a million different ways. Uh, I will tell you this though. I was ruthless. I used to. I used to watch. By the way, we had windows at our gym, and in some of them I worked at didn't. So some of those I'd go outside. I would. I would watch what people drove up in. This is so bad to say this, but it's the truth. So here we are. That's what we do. Wow. Okay. So I would to figure out who's worth it or yeah, not. well, and, and I don't even want to say that because that, that, that's harsh to say that someone's worth it or not worth it. But what I, I would qualify somebody when they're walking in, and, and you know, what? It, it was a business. I'm trying to build it as a business, and you know, if I'm going to pitch someone a three thousand, yeah, you
0: never know. Somebody
3: might throw down. Yeah. So if someone's going to throw down, more likely throw down, you know, five to ten thousand dollars worth of training on me. I they they and they. We're coming up in a car now. Don't judge a book by cover because I have had other right. situations like this. But if I'm going to be picking off people from the gym and trying to sell training right there on point or get clients, and I'm hustling, well then I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna increase my odds by picking people that are rolling up in a hundred thousand uh, dollar car. Uh, that they can afford to buy personal training so and they also have a harder time telling me they can't afford it because that's also a great a, a very popular excuse you're going to hear and then Adam's like
2: oh you can't afford it? that's
3: weird because I saw you drive <laughs> up in that uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well actually I
2: saw
3: you roll up in a Ferrari actually that's weird. actually Sal is kind of correct I wouldn't over but the way I would overcome that objection before it came out I would actually find a way in conversation actually to to talk to about the car Talk about the in. nice car they drove in that I like the 5 series BMW mm. and I noticed that you rolled up into it today and so then and I'd ask questions about it because most dudes like to talk talk about their car anyways mm. so yeah it's no just their
0: expensive yoga pants what, uh, that's what i
3: usually talk about <laughs> yeah or that
0: but uh, that's not creepy at yeah, all not
3: at all no. <laughs> sometimes too like if you're see, uh, i don't make things creepy though it's how no, i make it work if i if i see so, so another strategy would be like this so yeah. um i see this i see this lady who i can tell needs help um i'm watching her do like a lap pull down and she has a uh, really poor form and the typical trainer walks up and says like, oh, do you want me to help you with that? Oh, you're doing that wrong or incorrectly or whatever. I actually won't start the conversation like that. I would walk over and say, um, excuse me, ma'am. And she'd say, yeah. And i say, is this machine working fine? And then she would normally look at me and go, uh, yeah, uh, I think so. Look at the kind of a confused look. I'd say, oh, I just want to make sure because we were working on it yesterday and I just want to make sure it's moving properly. Why don't you do a few reps? We'll see how it's going on here. I just want to make sure you're okay. And then I'll watch her perform a few reps. And then at that moment- So when, you lie. Thank like, you. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, You're yeah absolutely. <laughs> <not>. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I believe there's great places to do that there's one of those this is one of those places um, and, and it, it's just a, a, an easy way just for, an intro it's, it's, a, it, a, it's, it's, a, it's a, a nice little way to ease you gotta, it. yeah you and gotta, and you t- opening line and, and if if you if uh, those of you that have these moral issues with saying white lies like that you can be uh, more uh, morally tactful about it and say that this was a was a machine that we were working on because then if you say something vague like that at one point this machine was worked on and you're on, telling the truth at some point and now you're right? telling the truth okay. so if you want to be that fucking crazy then yes you can get down to that <laughs> Point and, and and keep because well, I, I say is, that I say this that because you because some trainer some trainer probably has came up to me and how many like, honest sales Adam, men, I don't want to I don't want to be manipulative like that I want to do that like do, you don't have to be manipulative to do things like that I'm just I'm keeping it real by telling you some strategies I'm just telling you the way I do it yeah exactly okay? <laughs> be creative you know <laughs> be creative you want I've, I've there's been times where I walked and I and I see someone's shoes and I compliment them because I find I find something I always try to find something in common with somebody too so you know if I see the uh, an outfit that you're wearing that it's a style that i like or a pair of shoes that i think is really cool or you know or an exercise mm-hmm. you're doing that's unique and and that i that nobody else is doing in the gym like these are all great ways to just start an introduction yeah. and, and, t- and talk
2: well, like here the, the, here's the bottom line i'll She's tell you be this like i'm new i'll tell you th- uh,
0: i want to work with you you want to work with me let's do this I- i'll tell you this
2: right listen right off the bat the your fucking favorite place of the gym if you're trying to get clients should be the front desk period yeah. end of story that should be your favorite place. And the backlogs, in the backlogs.
0: people <laughs> that have not come in to use their free sessions, you better get your ass yeah. in there and call those. S- actually, you
2: don't even need that. You, you don't even need people with free. You call, just ask this, the 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 sales guys when they sell memberships. Well, that's what I mean, get yeah, to,
0: just get them to to say, hey, and this person is new, and exactly, uh, why don't you show them around?
2: Exactly, and don't wait to to call them. Go in there after they bought the membership. Yep. Hey, John, lover that's it. <laughs> hey, John, welcome to the club. I'm glad yeah. you just enrolled. My name's Sal. I'm a personal trainer here. Uh, I'm gonna give you your free your first workout to kind of show you how the equipment works, and we'll work on a couple body parts. Oh, I already work out a lot. Oh, awesome! What does your workout look like now? I mean, it's easy conversation to get into. One thing I would also do is work the front desk when I'd scan someone in. Let's say yeah. Doug comes in, I'd scan. Du- hey, Doug, how you doing? He'd be like, Hey, what, what yeah. are you working on today? Oh, I'm a little. I'm hitting a little chest. Follow me. I'm gonna take yeah. you through a workout, and I just start walking. Guess what yeah. Doug does? He follows me. Yeah. yeah. It's really the front desk is your friend. It's and I say that because it's the easiest way to pull people. Pulling people in their workout, like Adam's talking about, yeah. takes a higher level of skill. It it's, it's it's definitely possible, and it's good. Uh, it just takes a higher level if of skill. You were,
3: if you were to break down like the percentage of what's the easiest to attack, absolutely, that would be one of the harder ones. And the, and the easiest is what's sad, worse. Sad, sad. Either at the front desk, I would probably say the sales pit area. Oh, yeah. Um, if they have one. So, not all gyms do. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. For the most part, most gyms are an area where someone is going to be signing up. That, to me, is like, that is f- it's the easiest close. They're just getting started in the gym. I don't care if you're an experienced lifter like myself. When I come to a new gym, it's a new territory, even for me. And I have to kind of feel the gym out and find, like, how it's designed. Because every gym is different. Like, some gyms strategically put, like, all their leg machines in one area, all their this in one area, all their squat racks. And then some of them, they're sporadic. And some of them, they have little nooks that have something that you like to use and you didn't even know was there so you know when you're foreign there uh, you're always it's always nice to have somebody who is, is someone who's is been to that gym or works at that gym who can show you around so I, use that as your advantage and like offer a f- the very first orientation uh, to the well, gym This is
0: easiest when you're at the front desk when they're coming in and they're just like hello and it's like that it's already open. interaction of of small talk because you're not going to get an opening when somebody's got their headphones on and they're into their workout yeah. or they're on a machine and then you feel like, you feel like you're hassling them yeah. Yeah. right so if any anything- if you want to start, you just just hang around there and be like, "Hey, how's it going? My name's Justin. You know, how long have you been here? You know, blah blah, whatever. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be super uh, on point, and you know, you sound like this, this like you have everything you've thought of, like this perfect line. Like, just be natural. Dude, so Can did I, you, go you
3: ahead. did you did you work with Monique, or did you were you gone by the time Monique got there? No, I was. You were gone. I was out doing better things. So one one of the things that. Uh, this is one of the trainers that worked for me. Ended up being a, a great fitness leader uh, later on and stuff like that too. Uh, I remember teaching her this, and I think she did it. She did it one of the best I'd ever seen for one of my trainers that had shown her that do this. And I said, you know, you don't always have to make the whole close and try and sell and get all the client right at that moment. In fact, it, it'll be more genuine to just be a nice person, say hi, and, and have conversation and, and continue to follow up. So I said, you know, and because you're trying to do that with so many people. And if you really want to break this down like a business, you track it. So she, I told her to get a journal and a log and then she would log like interactions with people. So what she would do is she, and she would like little things to remind her. Joe has two kids he and he's married he's 37 years old and he works for IBM and, you know though and that would be like her, after her first interaction she would gather that information yeah and then she would log that person's name all that, stuff like that oh, and those little useful. things yeah and then then like once she started to accumulate like after a month we could look back and she's got 54 leads in there that she knows facts about all of them and then she would just make it every time one of those people were inside the gym she could always if she forgot their name or forgot something she could always refer back to it and go like oh I'm gonna go talk to Susie who uh goes to the same preschool as my my little niece that goes over there and say, "Hey, how's your niece Sarah doing over?" it? And then people would just be blown away. You keep doing that, you building that rapport. Then it becomes a very easy transition to help those people mm-hmm. and get them get them involved in training. Yeah,
2: and it's it's honestly honestly though, uh, it's really not super complicated. I can't tell you how many times just to prove a point. Because for a lot of my career, I was a general manager, so I wasn't training people. I would just manage the whole gym, and but I would do lots of sales training classes with the trainers. I can't tell you how many times, just to make a point, I would tell them exactly this. I'd say to them, you know, right now in the next hour, I could get one client off the floor. And they'd look at me, and, and the new trainers would always look at me and be like, show me. No problem. And I would always do this to make, I'd go up to the front desk, come up, you know, I'd make an announcement, attention, members of guests, come up to the front desk. I'm going to give, uh, I'm doing a free workout, a free workout for glutes. Do you need to shape up your glutes? We're doing some exercises here at the front desk. Come meet me here. I'm going to show you how to use those machines. And sure enough, people will come I'm up. film it. People would come up who would be interested in training their glutes or whatever body part I picked, the core. I always picked the popular body parts. People would, sure enough, they'd come up. Oh, hey, you know, John, nice to meet you. So you want to work on quads? Let me show you what to do. And we'll, boom, he'll follow me. And I would always get a client. It's so it's so not hard if you learn how to use the front desk. And if you learn how to make announcements on the intercom, you become the king of that shit, man, you are the freaking
3: king of the gym. Yeah, because yeah. No, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to get on yeah. the intercom. And that that should be your, your your I was the king of that shit. Your indicator too and this is what I why uh we made that comment uh, that and I'm glad you remembered it and you called us out on it because and here's a, a reason why we all know we could go into a gym and just murder everybody. It's because we've all been in the industry so long and mm-hmm. so many different gyms around. So many trainers, and right now the the place you're getting hired at and you're about to start, there's probably somewhere between five and thirty trainers, depending on how big the facility is. And I guarantee you, there's at least one, two, three different things that they are not taking full advantage of uh, already. Yeah. That is just, just, it's just ripe for the picking. They're and not they're,
0: willing to do that
3: exact thing. They're, that not, willing to, they're not willing. They're not willing to thing. make those intercom yeah. announcements because they they're shy or they're not willing to sit around the the sales department area mm-hmm. and wait for the new guests to come over and go over and introduce themselves and uh, offer a and free wait
0: visit. outside of their, you know, uh, window of like I work from five to eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well guess what? I fucking stayed there, yeah. you know, all the way till midnight sometimes just interacting with people and waiting for new leads to come in and, you know, salespeople to close deals. So I get more clients. Exactly. You
3: gotta, you gotta put in the time. Yeah. And most people won't do that. So that's why we We know that we could go in there and we could. And here's the other reason why we know we could go in there and kick everyone's ass is because maybe there is one, two or three trainers are doing the ones that have already figured out did that they don't even have to do it anymore. Because they've built their clientele up, they're full time trainers. They're rocking five to ten grand a month. They've got all their stuff set up. They're they're what we will be in three months because we know that's what it takes to get there. And they're no longer taking advantage of those things. Mm-hmm. It's the other shit butts that have been there for six months to a year and they f- haven't figured out that's how you build your. You business know, I'm
2: remembering there. all these different things now um, that <laughs> I, I know. Do. Right? No, because long. you know what else I was I was a fucking expert at was I was at, I was an expert. and This was before I ever got into management. Uh, I was an expert at becoming friends with all the whole fucking staff, yep. and then I would get referrals from everybody. Oh, that's
0: that's it.
3: Become
2: best friends with the front
0: Keep desk. Keep your schedule there, available for them that's to look it. at. and I used like, to Oh, bring, hey, Justin's I in this sp- time and time. Yeah,
3: Front desk girls, coffee and Starbucks all the time. Yes, And, and exactly. Jamba Juice, like- you do. I mean, I, I, okay, I still do You got to own the gym. You yeah, basically got to yeah.
2: own the gym. You walk in like you own it, and you say hi to everybody, all the members, and you're having a great time, and people are going to the classes. They're coming to the classes. How was that class? Was that a great workout? Right. And, you know, I mean, just right
3: there, just by talking to people, you're going to get your openings. Oh, and you, you, when you become that guy and when you really are that guy beyond anybody else, the whole gym feels it, knows it, and sees it, and that it becomes like the, this culture that you create. And we've kind of lightly mentioned it in other episodes. You know, I talked about when I used to be a trainer, you would always, and we laughed at me about it, you would always know that where I was training because I made it a point. I made it a point that when I trained a client that this was my gym. Even if I was just a trainer, this is my gym. When I train... Everybody, All the trainers around will know. All the members around will know. And that's how I was. I was friendly about it. I wasn't cocky about it. I was friendly about it. I was helpful about it. Members would be watching. I would go walk up to those members after I was done training that person. And and I knew they were wanting to ask me something. Because I could see the way they were staring at me when I was training that client. They were curious. Mm-hmm. And they were afraid to make that first step. I would walk over and genuinely just say hi to them. And they would just spill right away what they want to talk to me I about. I tell
2: you what. When I uh, when I uh, was partial owner of that gym down in, in Palm Desert, there was a competing gold's gym that was relatively nearby that we, uh, that kind of targeted us a little bit. So when they did that, the, the gloves were off and you just reminded me of this. I went over there and I had a strategy. I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take their fucking members. So I went over there and what I did was the most effective thing I did wasn't, uh, uh, any sale promotion or anything like that. It was I recruited their best trainers and their best aerobics instructors or best Group X instructors. And I knew by recruiting those people over, a shit ton of members would follow, word would spread, and then I'd get more members. And sure enough, that's exactly what I fucking did. I went in there. I watched their classes. I saw the most popular Group X classes, waited for the instructor, went up to them, introduced myself. How much are they paying you? I'll pay you double Come to my gym. Next day, they're at my gym, and before you know it, all the people are coming over. That's how important you are as a trainer in your gym. When you're a good trainer, you do own the fucking gym. Hell and a yeah. good general manager, which, I, like I said, I was a GM for a long time, and, and technically I was the manager of the gym, but I understood who really owned the gym, and it was my training staff, and I treated them as such. And that's, 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 that's what you got to go in with.
3: Yeah. Shit. It's what I told you the other day, what I'm going through right now. You know, it's, it's, it's the same old, same old story, same old song and dance. Like some people don't realize that they, but, uh, hopefully you have a good GM that will know that, that will realize that and recognize, but it doesn't matter. You'll, you'll be in control. You'll be in Mm -hmm. control of your destiny. If you take control, Justin kind of lightly touched about, uh, the, the phone call thing. Uh, gyms will have this. And I think this is a very easy, um, Probably a great start. It's so actually this is the exact thing I did. The very first thing that I got leads was this way was we had what was called the daily SMR. And it got printed off uh, every day, which the, the, they, I guarantee they'll have this tool or even better tool now and what your gym is at, because I'm sure we've evolved since my time of doing this yeah, they should. Yeah, almost 15 years ago. So uh, when, when we did this, you would you would print it would print off a report on that report it would show me everybody who bought a membership the day before and it would have their information, their full name and their their phone number and i could call those people they just got a gym membership today those are easy and there was and in depending on your gym and how active that's how it is, i got
0: my wife dude it, right no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shit yeah you're like, like hey
3: uh my name is justin <laughs> and, uh i noticed you join, hey, your, hey,
2: and you're um, hot uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, i saw you just got a membership <laughs> i'm gonna, if, I'm gonna marry you if you have sex with me i'll train <laughs> yeah. you for free i didn't tell you guys good in
0: yoga pants <laughs>
2: Uh the best uh, uh, train with me. You gotta go back a little bit though, because before you get that list of people who joined, meet them that fucking second they join. Well, that's what in I'm in person. That's what I said originally yeah.
3: hanging out in the the inside the yeah, sales pit. Yeah. But what a great way to follow up and make sure you capture everybody that you might not have missed, because obviously you're not there for the entire Dude, day. if
2: you do that and you're a halfway decent person over the phone, you can find yourself fully booked yeah. with goal assessments booked, the following week. You'll have 15, 20 appointments. You should if you're halfway decent be able to close at least half of them right. on hiring you for at least one session way better odds right 50% if you're a great closer people. you'll get better than
3: that no yeah. no no that's way high yeah. 20, 20 if you're off of an orientation if you're pulling 25% you're doing good you think so oh yeah oh, 1 man, out of 4
2: I was blown through 70 60 70% oh I was blown through, 70, oh. 60, oh, was blown yeah. through 80% yeah. for sure well, I was I was 90 so. we were, we were <laughs> yeah. I mean shit the, you guys are amateurs the, the, com-
3: <laughs> a com- the company Mitch Mark I you remember was trying to get everybody up to 25% if you were a decent Trainer, one out of four. One out of four. You should close. So I, and you should always set a trainer up for worst case scenario. You are not going to be closing. Well, whatever
2: our- your closing percentage is, you just do the math. Well, that's important. If, clo- if you're closing twenty five percent and you've booked. You know, 50 appointments, you know you're going to get 15 or whatever. Well listen though,
3: listen, you don't just graze over this because this is an important thing that I used to teach to right here. This is Mm -hmm. something that, Mm -hmm. why a lot of trainers get discouraged is because they think they're, they just, we just gave all this great advice, right? Right. Now this kid goes out there and he goes and he he busts his ass for two days, doing everything we've told him to books himself 20 appointments Fucking jacked, right? His whole next three days are just loaded full of new well, people. Out of twenty, how am I going to show? Okay, exactly. Fifty percent right. show. So ten show up. So ten show up, and about twenty five percent. So you close. might sell two two of them. Okay, right. so that's my point. Right. And now, and then that was saying he got twenty. So if he only got ten, you know, there's a chance he might not close anybody on those on that first ten. Possibly, yeah. you know. So you gotta you gotta keep that. But in. But
2: that that being said, as a personal trainer, here's the thing: getting
3: be- getting new
2: clients is far harder than keeping the ones you have. So the hard work is getting those clients. Once you get them, re-signing them is fucking easy. That's not yeah, that's not hard at good, all. Yeah. you got to be I, a good trainer. Absolutely. If you can't, if your clients don't re-sign with you, there's something wrong. You suck. Yeah. You,
3: you know what? This is uh. Here's some some numbers. So I I used to. This is the stuff I used to love getting into because I love teaching my trainers. Once they were good, the business side of it, how to how to build your own business out of it. So. Um and the, when we talk about closing percentages and numbers that you should strive through, we talked about earlier in, the, in a, a, a more recent podcast about you know measuring strength and if you're decent, if you're good, if you're great, you know there's there's same type of numbers as a, as a personal trainer. Are you are you decent? Are you good? Are you great? And I'll tell you, I used to be able to gauge trainers that way off of their percentages. And I'll tell you right now, if you're in sales, of course, right? We can't talk about how great you are as far as your knowledge, but we will talk about sales right here. If you are if you're closing twenty five percent, you're decent. That's what a decent trainer should be able to do. If you follow the steps that we're telling you right now, you book you put if you put x amount let's, of let's people. let put you
2: this. Let me put it this way: I can get anybody. Who's interested in being a trainer? Anybody to close at twenty-five percent? I agree. That's what decent means. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anybody should be able to do that. Yes.
3: If you if you put the work in, we're talking about right? right. If you get if you go out and you actively book twenty people to be put in front of you, knowing only half of them are showing, probably going to show up, you're going to get ten. A quarter of those people should should purchase. So mm-hmm. one fourth of them in that case would be about two, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or no, you're going to have two be to three. Yeah, two to three. Right. So that's your that's a a good number to target to be starting off, and then you try and progress that. Then you know if you start getting up to the 40 to 50 percent you're closing at now you're pretty damn good you start pressing over 75 percent now you're talking about some of the most elite people i've ever worked with and that's where you talk about the justins the Sal's, and myself you know i closed around 80 80 to 85 percent of any of my fitness leads so that's those are numbers to strive towards but don't be discouraged because you only you close. can ramp up to that yeah i mean that's and the best way to do that is to get get the more people that was what i yeah. was really good at was I, I, and guy guys tend to be better at this. I don't know if this was a female or a male. I can't remember who asked it. Mm. men male. men male. happen to be a lot better at this than women it sounds sexist at first, but let me explain myself. women have a hard time hearing no. men we fucking hear it all the time. Yeah so being <laughs> yes. rejected is something that is is a Great lot e- a- easier for us than it is for females. and in order to be very good at sales, you got to be okay with oh, that yeah.
2: Now that being said, the best salespeople in the world, the uh, most rep- women, are the women that break through
3: that. Yeah, the women that learn to break through it's that. True. Are, no, it's it's, are, a,
2: it's actually a statistical fact. Y- yes. Female That's salespeople earn more than male salespeople on 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 a whole. Yeah, it's actually true. Mm. The top real estate agents, the top. I mean, they're, well, it's they're kind they're of a, a, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. If they break through that piece, they become extremely dominant. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree with that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully those help.
2: Yep. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Mind Pump. Please leave us a 5-star rating and review. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources
1: from Sal, Adam and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.